sexual situations and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It is Friday. Yes, today is Friday, September the 23rd of 2022. Day 266 of the year. And this is where the magic happens now. And only 99 days left to go. So, yep, I told you we'd get here to double digits finally, and we are here, so it's good to know. So, anyways, how have you been over the last 23 hours or so doing the things that you get to do? Because it's always important to talk about that. So, have you been having fun doing things, moving around? Are you ready to get into the weekender um, and doing the things that um, should happen? Anyways, we are broadcasting from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM, and then we are hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other place that we do stuff at. You're being infiltrated. Radio Big. Okay, so let's start off with the important recognition here. It is Freeform Friday, so what does that mean for you? That means we can go anywhere anyhow at any time so don't worry about that it is kind of like if you watch the movie up and the dog with the squirrel or ball better saying ball every time it was distraction that's what we're expecting today if you want to interact with the show it's a simple process of doing so all you have to do is go to callinradio.com that's callinradio.com and that will get everything moving and grooving inside of the system and then from there, we can see what we can do. The other side of the equation is this is pretty simple. If you want to watch the visual radio side of the whole thing, all you have to do is go to safetyfm.com and click on the section that says call in. Well, not call it. It says visual radio. Maybe that's what I'm looking for. And then with that being said, you can also hang out with us on here. Prepare yourself. We are now being distributed on iHeartRadio. Listen on iHeartRadio app. Radio Big. Okay, let's go. Okay, so then you can hang out on iHeartRadio if you so desire to do so, or the Safety FM app. We have options and choices on things that you can do out there. Anyways, with that being said, I think we probably need to start talking right away on what was going on, so let's do that. Here is what was trending. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so here you go. The Celtics coach landed on Twitter Top 10 on Thursday. Do you know why? Well, we can probably talk about that if you want. And uh, first day of fall was trending yesterday as Twitter users welcomed the cooler weather and the spooky season. 
Um, Instagram Dan was trending on Twitter as users whined about Instagram glitches. And then if Twitter were a, a person was trending as tweets included, cats would try to step on it and help. Um, uh, they would collect tr- um, tr- um, trolls and we have physical follow each other. And then Elon Musk would um, make a move. So that was the stuff that was trending when it comes to that. I don't know. It's an interesting stuff um, always going on as we are talking about the things that are going on inside of the world. Were you hitting up the trends yesterday, taking a look around going, oh, yes, that trend makes sense. That trend doesn't make sense. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you go about doing some of these things because there are all kinds of things always going on. So that makes it a little bit more interesting for sure. Anyways, with that being said, I think it might be time to bring in what we deem as the professional broadcasters that will tell you a little bit about what's going on inside of the world of the news because I think it's important for us to, um, you know, be up to par, if one may say so, in regards of what is going on with the news. So don't worry about that. So with that being said, I think it is time for us to get into, well, some news. Here is the news on the Raising Our Safety Show. A new poll finds a majority of Republicans do not believe former President Trump had classified documents stored at his Mar-a-Lago resort. A poll released Thursday by Marquette Law School found that 39% of respondents who identified as Republican believe Trump had classified documents, while 61% did not. On the other hand, it found 93% of Democrats believe Trump was in possession of classified documents, as did 65% of independents. The CEO of one of America's largest banks is warning of a possible recession. During testimony before a Senate committee, Jamie Dimon of J.P. Morgan Chase said this is due to multiple factors. Rising rates, you know, more inflation, war in Ukraine, which is deteriorating, oil prices, which I still think are kind of precarious. That remark came after the Federal Reserve raised interest rates in order to fight ongoing inflation. Reports out of Russia say government offices have been set on fire after Vladimir Putin's decision to send reserve troops to fight in Ukraine. Local news outlets in several Russian cities report vandalism at military recruitment centers, including Molotov cocktails being used to set fire to the buildings. It all comes after President Putin called up 300,000 Russian reservists earlier this week to fight in the Ukraine war. A Memphis woman whose home is for sale online has a problem. She isn't selling the house. Trey Thomas explains. The woman tells WREG her home was seen on real estate websites and she's not sure if it's a mistake or if she's the victim of a scam. She's owned the home for more than 30 years and has no plans to sell it. I'm Trey Thomas. And actress Lori Loughlin has landed her first lead movie role since getting out of prison. Loughlin spent two months behind bars after being convicted in a nationwide college admission scandal. Now she's starring in the movie Fall into Winter for the Great American Family Network. The film is set for release in January. I'm Mark Mayfield. Safety in a way never heard of before. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. The Speaker of the House isn't commenting on whether President Biden should seek re-election in 2024. I'm not going into politics about whether the president should, uh, should run or not. California Democrat Nancy Pelosi told reporters Biden did the nation a great service by defeating President Trump in 2020. The president has consistently said he intends to seek re-election, stopping short of a full commitment. He turns 80 in November. The House has approved a bipartisan package of public safety bills called the Invest to Protect Act. The new package would boost federal funding for community policing. A group of progressive Democrats held up votes for a couple of hours while objecting to accountability measures in the package. Former President Trump isn't yet hinting at potential plans to run again in 2024. I'd love to, but I can't. I'm not allowed to legally. If I said it, it. you know, it has a whole, it's, it's ridiculous. Speaking on Fox News, Trump noted he wants the country to succeed regardless of political affiliation. He also claimed his post-presidential legal battles are an effort to prevent him from another run at the White House. Trump's comments came after he spoke on New York Attorney General Letitia James' lawsuit for allegedly inflating his net worth. He defended his practices, calling the suit a continuation of a witch hunt against him. 
Arizona's Republican Secretary of State nominee is doubling down on 2020 election conspiracy theories. In a debate Thursday night with Democrat Adrian Fontes, Republican Mark Fincham said votes in several key Arizona counties should have been set aside in 2020. Fincham, who's been endorsed by former President Donald Trump, claimed that the votes in Maricopa County, which includes Phoenix, were irredeemably compromised. President Biden defeated Trump by 45,000 votes in Maricopa County. And new COVID boosters for kids that target the Omicron variant are coming soon. That's what Dr. Peter Marks of the FDA said this week in regards to shots for kids between 5 and 11 years old. However, he noted possible authorization of shots for kids under 5 is a few months away. The new boosters target two common subvariants of Omicron in addition to the original strain of COVID. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. So do you feel like you're missing out on what everyone is starting to do now, that live streaming thing, and you don't know where to start or what to do? I have the resource and the information to provide to you in regards on how you can stream onto 40 social media platforms all at one time. Yes, that's 44-0 social media platforms all at one time. All you'll need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's O-N-E. So just in case, and you'll be able to start live streaming just like you're hearing people starting to do right now up to 40 social media platforms. To some people, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much. But that's not necessarily true. By six months, they're combining vowels and consonants. By nine months, they're trying out different kinds of sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on some meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Early screening and intervention can make a lifetime of difference and unlock a world of possibilities. Take the first step at AutismSpeaks.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. The following is made possible by Dad. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling all over it. <laughs> the Dad Joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. Why do you have to be careful when it's raining cats and dogs? Because you might step in a poodle. <laughs> and kids that spend more time with their dads grow up to be smarter, more successful. Can I tell you a cat joke? Just kidding. <laughs> and with any luck, funnier adults. Why didn't the skeleton go to the dance? Because he didn't have anybody to go with. Dad jokes rule. So take a moment to make a moment and give your kid a laugh. <laughs> it's as easy as going to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. <laughs> That's really funny. Do you have a claim and not sure where to turn? Coastal Claim Consultants are professionally licensed and bonded public insurance adjusters employed exclusively by you, the policyholder, to represent you after sustaining an insured loss. They assist policyholders in all aspects of processing the claim, working closely with the insured to provide the most equitable and timely settlement possible. They will provide you with comprehensive service, anything from inspecting the law site, analyzing damages, compiling claim support data, reviewing applicable coverages, assessing replacement costs of damages, and negotiating your settlement. The adjusters at Coastal Claim Consultants will evaluate your claim for no upfront cost whatsoever. Coastal Claim Consultants' fee is based on contingency contracts and are paid when the insurance company sends you a check and it's in your possession. Coastal Claim Consultants are licensed to assist you in the following states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and South Carolina. Carolina. For more information, go to coastal-cc.com. That's coastal-cc.com for more information. 
lighting the way to recovery. Coastal Claim Consultants. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Here is another bit for our competitors to copy. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, there you go. 15 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this lovely Freeform Friday. So there you go. Um, Yeah, that's what it is. Freeform Friday, just in case if you were lost in a romance or a wilderness of pain and all the children were insane. Uh, So with that being said, let's start talking right away about what is going on in this lovely world of the news. So take a listen to this real quick. Hertz says that it's going to buy 175,000 EVs from General Motors now and in 2027. That will include the Chevy, the Buick, the GMC, and Cadillac models. The first round will include Chevy Bolts. The rental car company already has purchased an agreement with Tesla for 100,000 vehicles and a lesser-known Polister for 65,000 vehicles. The ultimate goal is that one in four rentals to be electric by 2024. Now, I don't know if you've seen this. I don't know if you've been to their website in regards of hanging out and taking a look at this. Uh, But there is a premium, and I'm going to use the word premium price, uh, if you decide to use an electric vehicle. There is no doubt about that. So it makes it pretty interesting immediately Uh, If you decide to go down that option now, listen, I understand that there is relatively a low or inexpensive fuel charge, but if I'm going out to the middle of nowhere and coming from a prominent area, how in the hell am I supposed to find a charger? That's the first question. But also, would you be willing to pay the premium price to get it uh, moving and grooving? So take a listen to this real quick. How many ants are running around Earth at any given moment? Well, we'll talk about that real quick. A study from an insect, uh, well, let's see, a biodiversity and biogeography laboratory of School of Biology and Science at the University of Hong Kong. Woo, yeah, that was short. Uh, Suggested uh, conservatively, there's an estimated 20 quadrillion ants. That's followed by 20... Zero, uh, 20, uh, 20, okay, that's 20 followed by 15 zeros. So get a load of that in regards to what we're talking about. So if you put all of these ants on a scale and you weigh 12 megatons, which is more than the biomass of the wild birds and mammals and one-fifth of the total human biomass. So that sounds like a lot of freaking ants. I mean, I know that at one point I think I had an ant problem at one of the places that I was hanging out at. That was last year, and I was kind of amazed in regards of uh, how many ants kept on showing up, but hey, if that's the amount, it's starting to make a lot more sense now. Seriously. Duh. Okay, so let's continue talking about some other stuff. NASA tested the Artemis rocket fueling system and didn't go perfectly on Wednesday, but it did well enough to move forward with the next scheduled launch window. While testing the flow of the liquid hydrogen into the tank, a small leak was again detected. But this time, the crew was able to solve the problem. Failure to complete the fueling process previously scrubbed the other launches. The next possible launch date, well, it's going to be next week, September the 27th. So do you sit around and watch those things? Like, when you have the opportunity, like, is it something that you'll watch on TV if it's available or if you're in the general area, you'll put a a lot of info, a lot of uh, a lot of things into it to make sure that it happens? Well, if you do, good for you. I mean, I just, I just want to have a better understanding. Anyways, take a listen to this. A semi-truck carrying cases of Coors Light crashed just outside of Tampa on Wednesday, spilling cans and beer over all of I-75. The Florida Highway Patrol told NBC News that the accident occurred when one semi clipped another one while changing the lanes. While the other vehicles were able to stop, the beer-carrying semi semi collided with a pickup truck, spilling its load. The mess took about six hours to clean up. No major injuries Uh, were reported, but hey, there was all kinds of loose cans of Coors Light running up and down I-75, so people were kind of excited and what the hell that they could uh, be doing after they were um, giving a a helpsy-helpsy there. Who truly cares what this guy has to say? Who gives a shit? Rated R Safety Show. So let's continue talking about some other things that are going on. 
Parents wanting to take their kids to the happiest place on earth are getting creative in efforts to cut costs. A recent TikTok of a woman discussing her elementary school age child as a baby to avoid um, paying the admission fee at Disney World has gone viral, sparking the debate on whether they move through is genius or if they are considered criminals. Several former Disney employees commented on the video. One wrote, trust me, we know. While another added, they didn't pay me enough to care that much. Entry to one of the parks currently ranges $109 to $159 per day. Everyone age three and up is required to have a ticket. So that's what's going on there. So what do you think about this? Have you went to the happiest place on earth recently? And if not, why not? And if so, what did you think of the price point? Because I have to tell you, if you are a local, it kind of makes sense if you're going to go there multiple times throughout the year to get a annual pass. Now, post-COVID or right at the, or well, let me rephrase that. During COVID, you could not get a new um, high edition of the annual pass if you didn't already have one. Because they are now doing at Disney, and yes, I did use the word reservations to be able to get in when you're doing the um wanting to come in as a pass holder so it makes it interesting where on the other side of the equation universal just lets you come in and it's kind of a free form you just kind of make a run for it now listen i'm not saying that i'm biased because you know i hang out a lot at universal i'm just saying that's the way that it's currently set up so what do you think about it So anyways, with that being said, I think it is time for us to move forward as it is almost 22 minutes past the top of the hour to getting into what the heck John Small has to tell us with the Market Beat. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Friday, September 23rd, 2022. Equity markets retreat for the third day running and momentum is building in the wake of the FOMC statement. They hiked rates by a historic 75 basis points Tuesday and aim to hike by another 150 to 175 basis points by next summer. The move has the rate on a 30-year mortgage up to 7% and rising, which is sure to cut even deeper into home building activity. Reports show demand is still strong, but starting to fall off under pressure of rising prices and higher rates. At the pace the FOMC is going, the housing industry is facing a contraction in revenue and earnings that could begin early next year and lead to a deepening recession in America. The S&P 500 fell about 0.85%, extending the downdraft that began two weeks ago. The move is driven by inflation, the FOMC, and their impact on the outlook for earnings, which is in decline. The technical signals are clear. The S&P 500 is in a major correction, and it could be another two to three quarters before the selling is over. You can get the inside track at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thank you very much for that one, John, as we are hanging out on this lovely Friday. Let me give a little bit more of a breakdown of what he was talking about. The Dow lost about 107 points on Thursday to close at 30,076. The S&P lost about 32 points to close at 3,758. And the NASDAQ lost about 153 points to close at 11,067. West Texas Intermediate was trading at $83 on Thursday as Brent crude was at $90.38. The national average price of a gallon of gas on Thursday was $3.68. Bitcoin rose more than 819 points on Thursday, trading just over 19,284. There was 4,385 flight delays within, into, and out of the United States on Thursday with about 266 cancellations. So there you go. So I don't know. I keep on saying, depending on the day of the week, is it worth traveling or not? It's stuff to think about as we are talking and hanging out for sure. Anyways, with that being said, let's talk about a few things that are going on. If you're looking at the video on demand services for today, because you're still trying to figure out what the hell you're going to do, I got some stuff for you. New to Amazon is Firestarter and Memory. New to um, Disney Plus will be Spies in Disguise. And new to Netflix was Jasmine Blues, Athena, and Lou. So there you go if you want to take a look at some of the things that are going on right there. So I have a question for you. Do you ever go back and start watching some of the older, the older shows that are out there? Um, saying like on the streaming services or do you not care and you're only wanting to keep up with the new? I'm just asking because I will tell you, it always seems like there's all kinds of stuff that uh, you can do 
for some of the older shows. And I'm always amazed on taking a look in how some of these shows might not hold up to the test of time just because on how things have changed throughout the years. So that's the question real quick. Anyways, take a listen to this real quick. Uh, Wyona Judge opens up about the grief of her first family interview since Naomi's death. Take a listen to this. Love can build a Naomi Judd passed away unexpectedly following a long battle with mental illness. That's what Winona and her sister Ashley Judd confirmed in a statement at the time. Winona talked about grief, going back on tour, and more in an upcoming CBS Sunday morning interview. She said losing her mother was a shock. I'm Trey Thomas. Okay, thank you, Trey Thomas, for the information right there of what is going on. Take a listen to this real quick. A University of Utah student is facing charges for making terrorist threats earlier this week. The college police chief, Jason, oh yeah, let's see if we can butcher this, you know, Yasa, uh, says that they don't consider the threat that she made against a nuclear reaction on campus to be a joke. Under state law, it doesn't matter. Uh, even if they're completely incapable of carrying out the uh, the threat or if that's... Uh, the, the threat is made, but an attempt is not. It, it's still the same charge. So take a listen to this. An engineering student posted a message on social media which she threatened to bomb the reactor if the football team didn't win last week's game. The 21-year-old student allegedly claimed that she was joking, but officials say that there is zero tolerance for these kind of threats. So, I mean, there's just certain things you don't do. I mean, let's just kind of be realistic. Why in the hell would you post it on social media? Uh, number one, or even say, oh, jokingly, jokingly, I'm going to um, do this. I mean, what the hell were you thinking? A lot of stuff right there. But then again, you know how it goes. A lot of stuff is being said all the time. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, new um, protests are happening in Russia after Vlad- President Vladimir Putin announced that he will be calling up 300,000 soldiers for the war in Ukraine. NBC's Richard Engel is in the Ukraine with the latest. Human rights groups say more than a thousand demonstrators have been arrested. Putin seems so desperate, he's threatening to use nuclear weapons. Engel says that the Ukrainians are uh, undeterred over the new mobilization order by Putin. The country forces recently liberated a town just miles from the Russian border. Voting began earlier today in Russian-held parts of the Ukraine for the referendums to become part of Russia. These have been widely denounced by Ukraine and the Western allies as a sham. The U.S. Secretary of State is calling for the U.N. Security Council to send a mission to Russia and President Vladimir Putin. These reckless nuclear threats must stop immediately. A local Ukrainian mayor says that Ukraine is not scared of Russia's new mobilization orders. It doesn't matter how many people they're mobilizing, the mayor says the whole of Ukraine will rise against them. So a lot of stuff going on over there on that side of the world. It makes it interesting as we are talking for sure. Take a listen to this. The Los Angeles Unified School District is making Narcan available on their campuses through a test through mid-October. Brian Hurley of the L.A. County Department of Public Schools spoke at the news conference on Thursday. Nobody needs to die of an opioid overdose when Narcan is available. Narcan can reserve the effects of drug overdoses if administered in time. It will also be provided to all LASUD school police officers. The announcement comes about a week after the death of a 15-year-old girl who overdosed in a bathroom at Bernstein High School in Hollywood. The girl had snorted a crushed-up pill laced with fentanyl. So here's my question to you, because I have to ask. Um, What do you think about this? Do you think that part of the solution of the problem is to have Narcan readily available at the schools? And if this is something that is a successful test, do you think that it should be something that's done across the country? It's going to be an interesting question as more and more people hear about this. That is for sure. 
Anyways, uh, a former Illinois police officer is facing charges in a deadly on-duty shooting in 2020. Lake County State Attorney Eric Ranhardt announced today that Dante Salina has been charged with second-degree murder and involuntary manslaughter in the death of Marcellus Satente. Salinas' shots killed Marcellus Tanet and injured the driver, Miss Williams. These shots were illegal, unnecessary, and constitute second-degree murder and involuntary manslaughter. The 19-year-old was shot and killed on October the 20th of 2020 after a short police chase. Selena was fired from the police department just days after the shooting for multiple policy violation during the incident. So a lot of interesting stuff going on right there. I'm sure that we will hear more about that case in the not-too-distant future. A Detroit police officer will go on trial for being accused for sexually abusing a child for years. Michael Carson is accused by a 15-year-old of abusing her starting when she was six. That's when he put, like, metal scissors up to my neck, and he told me not to say anything. The now 15-year-old girl mother says that she was in shock and denial when she learned that she was the do- that what her daughter was going through. Carson was charged on April the 1st and suspended without pay, and a judge has ruled yesterday there is enough evidence for a trial. Lillian Diajo is the defense attorney for the Detroit police officer, Michael Carson. These are just allegations right now, right? You make an allegation, you make the worst allegation you can to me against a black man, a black man who's a Detroit police officer. So a lot of stuff coming out of that sequence as we are talking. That is for sure. Anyways, it is currently 31 minutes past the top of the hour. As you know, it is Freeform Friday. So we would normally go into um, some things to talk about, but let's do some things to talk about in a different method. That is for sure for right now. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. The Kremlin insists reports of fighting-age men fleeing Russia are being exaggerated. There have been miles-long queues at the border with Georgia and reports of flights out of Russia being booked for days. It follows President Putin announcing a partial military mobilisation on Wednesday for the war in Ukraine. China's foreign ministers called for dialogue and de-escalation in the Ukraine crisis. Speaking before the UN Security Council, Wang Yi said he hoped Ukraine and Russia would strive to address security concerns. Patrick Fock reports from Beijing. In a sign of China's growing unease over Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine, Foreign Minister Wang Yi said that when it comes to the safety and security of nuclear facilities, there is, quote, no room for trial and error and that accidents and risks must be prevented. Wang also called for increased humanitarian assistance in Ukraine. Separately, in a meeting with his Polish counterpart on the sidelines of the UN General Assembly, Wang said an expanded and protracted Ukraine crisis is not in any party's interest and that he hopes that the flame of war will go out as soon as possible. China hasn't yet called Russia's invasion a war, instead referring to it as a special military operation. Patrick Falk, Beijing. The UK government setting out a mini-budget of tax cuts and support for energy bills. New Chancellor Kwasi Kwarteng's confirmed it will reverse a recent rise in national insurance. The government says the package will boost growth, with the UK thought to already be in recession. Opposition Liberal Democrat leader Ed Davey says it's irresponsible. This isn't a serious economic plan, and it's also dangerous. They are borrowing so much money, and people should be worried about that. A U.S. aircraft carrier has arrived in South Korea for the first time in around four years. It will join South Korean ships in a military show of force aimed at sending a warning to North Korea. Davian reports. The USS Ronald Reagan and ships from its accompanying strike force have docked at a naval base in the southern port city of Busan. There, it will conduct joint military exercises with the South Korean Navy as part of an effort to deter North Korea from making good on its threats of a nuclear attack. This marks the most significant deployment in the area yet. It's been described as being part of an effort to have more U.S. nuclear-capable strategic assets in the region. 
Earlier this year, North Korea has conducted a record number of missile tests and is believed to be preparing for its first nuclear test in years. On Thursday, the top diplomats of Japan, the United States, and South Korea warned that a nuclear test by North Korea would be met with a strong response. The Japanese and South Korean foreign ministers and the U.S. Secretary of State have issued a statement emphasizing trilateral cooperation between the countries. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. Today, the reaction inside Russia to Vladimir Putin's decision to engage in the partial mobilization of military reservists. They are being processed now at military bases across the country, and many of them will soon ship out to Ukraine, with at least 300,000 being called up. I think the mobilization is the biggest shock that a lot of people in the country have had since maybe February, since the start of the war. Andrew Roth is Moscow correspondent for The Guardian. For many Russians, this is the moment when the war comes home. Uh, A lot of people have been ignoring what's going on, and now that's going to become impossible. But the point is that it just raises the emotional kind of situation around the war in general. Right now, you know, the reporting that I'm doing today is seeing uh, small protests or, or just arguments breaking out at kind of draft centers around Russia where people are really emotional about what's happening. Uh, even if it's not the kind of protest that we would expect, the things that we see in Moscow or St. Petersburg, um, this is about fighting or arguments or protests at the kind of village level. Uh, and I think that it's it's a force to be reckoned with. This is more than people have been asked to give in this country so far. And it's, it's something that they were resisting doing for seven months. So I think the Kremlin's worried about it. Participation in those protests is already coming with a price. Many of those detained in the last couple of days have been told they are immediately being sent into the army. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. To recap the top stories, the Kremlin insists widespread reports of fighting-age men fleeing Russia are being exaggerated. China's foreign minister has called for dialogue and de-escalation in the Ukraine crisis. The UK government setting out a mini-budget of tax cuts and support for energy bills. And the US aircraft carriers arrived in South Korea for the first time in around four years. That's the latest feature story news. Ollie Barrett reporting. Warning. Listening to other radio stations could cause testicle shrinkage. I'm talking truth. Okay, men. This is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this. But you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. It's up to you. So what are you going to do? You're going to go grocery shopping. Cook. Clean. Be there emotionally and physically. You got to dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments. Don't you forget about the pharmacy. I know you won't. Because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. This is your time to show the world, your family, and yourself that you're tougher than tough. Now go out there and be the best caregiver this world has ever seen. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick and proud aunt. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing. But not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. One in six. That little girl sitting alone at the playground, she can't play like the other kids. She doesn't have the energy because she's hungry. School lunch will be her only meal today. It breaks my heart that this is the reality in our country, but it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. This food is then provided to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about using your imagination, learning, and having fun. These children shouldn't have to miss out on simply being a kid because they're hungry. To find out how you can help end childhood hunger in your community, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. This portion of the show has been sponsored by Private Internet Access, America's number one virtual private network or VPN. Even if you use incognito mode, internet service providers is storing your browser data and many times even selling it. But Private Internet Access or PIA can help you. 
PIA encrypts and reroutes your internet traffic through one of its own servers, hiding your data from your internet service provider or network admin. And with servers in over 75 countries, you can get unrestricted access to geo-blocked content from around the world. PIA comes with easy-to-use apps and browsers extension for all devices, a rock-solid privacy policy, open-source security, advanced customization settings, and it was just ranked the fastest VPN in the world by PC Magazine. And if you sign up right now with BIA, you can take advantage of a special deal only for Safety FM listeners. Only by using the following link, you can get the digital privacy for less than $2 a month. Yes, you did hear me correctly. Less than $2 a month and an extra four months for free. So that means for only $1.98 a month and 83% off, you can get this service for you right now. That's so much more inexpensive than virtually every other VPN on the market. And if you get it right now, you can take PIA's 30-day risk-free challenge. You can try it out for 30 days, see if you like it, and if not, just return it for a full refund. So just go to safetyfm.com forward slash VPN. That's safetyfm.com forward slash VPN to try out the best VPN on the planet completely risk-free. Now remember, safetyfm.com forward slash VPN. All this time you were just acting Rehearsed your lines before You left intentions at the door Go ahead, accuse me of overreacting I was just fine before I met you Don't think that I was counting seconds Better be worth my time Better be committed cause baby I'm fine I've been around hit the excuses Read all the lines, yeah I see through it Okay, here we are back on the Rated R Safety Show. Yeah, this right here is from A Rose. This song's titled Fine. I'll be all right. So, this one's available for download on Spotify and iTunes. Thanks to A Rose for allowing us to play this here on the Rated R Safety Show. Yes, yes, yes. Currently 42 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this lovely Friday and taking a look at what's going on. So, do you have a lot of things planned for this weekend? Because I never know what to... um. What to ask about that? Like, am I intruding on your personal space? Um, it was I asked that. And if you are doing something, what do you have planned? And am I too early to start asking the question of, are you giving any consideration to going to the Halloween-themed events that happen throughout the country? I'm just asking. I have, um, we'll call them an acquaintance that travels pretty much throughout the whole U.S. for the month of October just to go to the different Halloween-themed parks that are available and uh, little um, haunted houses. Would that be even something that you would consider? I don't know. You know, some people call it Fall Festival. I mean, whatever that is. Um, And then, of course, if you're in Mexico, El Dia de los Muertos is towards the end of October, which is always an interesting time. Anyways, with that being said, let's talk real quick about the most important thing that I will ever tell you in my lifetime, and definitely on any of my shows, and that's about my friends at 988lifeline.org. They can help you prevent suicide. The Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress, prevention and crisis resources for you or your loved ones, and the best practices for professionals in the United States. To find out more information, all you have to do is call 988, text 988, or go to 988lifeline.org. Listen, there's a chat box available on that website that has, um, well, people waiting to talk to you. And I know that in the past we spoke about 1-800-273-TALK. The number's still around. That has not changed. It still ties in to the Lifeline. But they have decided to shorten it to make things a little bit easier for you to get to them. 
So with that being said, if you are struggling, this is the opportunity to reach out to someone and talk to them about what is exactly going on. So there you go. That's 988lifeline.org. Let's get into some information on some things that are going out there inside of the world. So let's talk real quick. Pictures this. So imagine this for a moment. You're standing on a bus wearing a face mask and the alert pops up on your phone and it notifies you that you've been in contact with someone who has con- who has COVID. Rather than um, heading to work or visiting your grandmother, you decide to stay home just in case you're infectious. The chain of transmission is broken. Scientists in China say that they have created a highly sensitive mask that can detect common respiratory viruses such as COVID-19, flu, and bird flu that are floating in the air. The mask then alerts the wearer via a mobile device within 10 minutes. The mask is fitted with the, um, well, with all the correct matter here, which are, um, they can actually uh, adapt this type of synthetic molecule that can identify unique proteins of pathogens. And here we go with the mask battle once again. Sounds great, except that I would open my phone to get the alert because it doesn't recognize me with the mask on. Well, I'm glad that some manufacturers uh, change that around. So what do you think about that? Is that something that you would even uh, give some consideration to as we are talking? Anyways, got milk? Take a listen to this. The NHL Toronto Maple Leafs have been the recipients of some old-fashioned chirping from the online community as a result of the new ad the team has will be sporting out their jersey in the upcoming season. Announced by the team on Tuesday is that every Leaf player will be wearing the logo of the Dairy Farmers in Ontario, a stylized milk on the upper chest whenever they take the ice. What's um, with such an out of the left field sponsorage that is too good to be true opportunity for jokesters across the hockey world to get another jab at the team, the famous of the underperforming in the playoffs. One commenter roasted the pig of the newly designed shirts with the caption, nothing spoils in the summer like milk. Sports TV um, personalities wrote, the Leafs' new milk sponsorship is going to look hilarious the nights that they have to be, uh, you know, at a 2, 2% effort. One posted, like, your Leafs are intolerant. Another posted a pick of a 1% milk besides a bag of a 2% milk with the caption, Leaf Cup Chances. So there you go. This still might be the closest they've ever been to the cup in years. And then appropriate since they are end up on the milk cartons come the playoff time. So there you go. Some stuff to think about as we are hanging and banging and doing all the fun stuff that we get to do on a Friday. That is for sure. Take a listen to this because you might want to know. Alex Jones is expected back on the stand today in Connecticut as the damages trials continue over the claims of that Sandy Hook Elementary School attack was a hoax. I legitimately thought it might have been staged, and I stand by that. I don't apologize. The InfoWars host and noted conspiracy theorist lashed out to plaintiff attorney Chris Matty after he pointed out to the families of the Newton victims in court, saying that Jones put the target on their backs. Jones uh, countered when Matty noted that they were, in fact, real people, saying that it was just like the Iraqis, uh, the Iraqis you liberals killed. The judge has threatened to hold Jones and his attorney both sides in contempt if they fail to conduct themselves properly. Blaine's attorney, um, Chris Matty, called Jones, uh, called the Alex Jones shows to some um, respect in court on Thursday. You have families in this courtroom here that lost children, sisters, wives, moms. This is a struggle session. Are we in China? I've already said I'm sorry hundreds of times, and, I, and I'm done saying I'm sorry. Maddie pointed out the families of the Newton victims were present in court. These are real people. You know, Jones, I think you just told them Just like all the Iraqis, but you liberals kill and love. It's just, you're unbelievable. You switch on emotions on and off when you want. You're, it's just ambulance chasing. So there you go. Interesting times inside of the Alex Jones trial. It sounds like that for sure as we are talking. Anyways, it is currently 49 minutes past the top of the hour. I think it might be time to bring in some John Small and let him tell us about what the hell is going on inside of the world of the Motivation Minute. (laughs) 
The Motivation Minute is courtesy of insurancechicken.com. Today's quote was submitted by Jana. Yanni said, You need a mind open to possibility, conditioned to love the creative spirit we all have inside ourselves. I love that. I had a teacher who said a quote similar but different. Keep an open mind, but not so open that your brain falls out. (laughs) That always made me smile. I think it's a great thing to be open-minded. Today, I'm afraid of scams and people who want to rip you off. It's hard to be open-minded in this day and age. I usually have my guard up on most things, but every once in a great while, I find something that makes it past the goalie in my brain. And when that happens, it's usually pretty cool. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of insurancechicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at motivationminute.org. Your wellness minute is brought to you by alessamorgan.com. Eating earlier may reduce the risk of depression and anxiety, even when calories are equated according to a new study. Often when we think about diets, we think about what we eat. But timing matters too. In the new study, participants exposed to a simulated nighttime schedule had a 26% increase in depressive symptoms and 16% increase in anxiety. But when those participants limited their eating to earlier hours, between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., they prevented these declines in mood. Even though the daytime and nighttime eaters had identical caloric intake, macronutrient intake, physical activity, sleep duration, and eating window of 12 hours, eating during the night worsened mood and anxiety. But if they limited their eating to normal hours between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. and did not eat throughout the night, even though they were awake, they had no increase in depression or anxiety. For more, check out alessamorgan.com. Hello? I'm Richard Exley with your one-minute devotion. At first glance, it may seem David and Shiva Flood went to Africa in vain. It may seem Shiva died in vain, but she didn't. The little boy she went to the Lord grew up to win his whole village to Jesus. The one seed Shiva planted in his heart kept growing and growing. Today, there are 600 people serving the Lord because they were faithful to the call of God in their lives. That boy is now the superintendent of the National Church in Zaire, representing some 110,000 baptized believers. John 12 says, I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Lord Jesus, help us to remember that nothing we do in obedience to you is ever wasted. Amen. If these devotions are a blessing and an encouragement to you, you can subscribe at OneMinuteDevotion.com. It's this show, and they just make fun of a whole bunch of people. It's just too funny. It's too stupid. <laughs> Rated R Safety Show. Okay, there you go. Currently 52 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this lovely Friday. Anyways, take a listen to this. John Hopkins University held a town hall on plans to create a private armed police force, but the meeting moved online after protesters took over the stage at Shiver Hall. Last night's meeting was the first of three at the University uh, of the Memorium of Understanding regarding the police boundaries, operations, and relationships with Baltimore City Police. Opponents say that they are concerned about the policing after the death of George Floyd and addressing the root causes of crimes that would be addressed with safety issues. John Hopkins has a private security, but officials say that the police force is needed to address the rising crime around the city campus. Hopkins police would um, handle crimes like theft, robbery, burglary, and while the city police would handle homicides, rapes, assaults that are near and on the campus. University Vice President of Public Safety, Dr. Bernal Bard Jr. says the police would address the rising crime. It's of utmost important that we ensure that everyone who comes here to study is safe. Assistant track coach Shedrick Elliott thinks that the private police force is a good idea for students could also give their input. 18 to 22 year olds could almost dictate to a degree, hey, this is how we want our police force to look like. So a lot of stuff to think about, very little time 
to give some consideration if you're thinking about it as we are talking. Anyway, take a listen to this one. Colorado is now ranked as the third worst state for road rage, according to a recent survey. Colorado Springs Police Public Information Officer Robert says that the aggressive driving is a big problem. People are driving too fast. People are not courteous in the way they drive. They change lanes without using directionals. They cut people off. That turns into road rage where people get into fights or they they throw things at each other or they pull a gun out and they shoot at each other. The Centennial State is the only behind Utah in, the fir- in first place and Missouri in second. 5,000 drivers were surveyed by Forbes Advisory. In Colorado, 25% said that they know someone who has been injured in a road rage incident, and 14% say that they've been followed by another driver who got out of their car to fight them. Police say that you should call 911 if you feel threatened on the road, and it also is the best to stay inside of your car. So, a lot of stuff going on right there. I mean, think about it for a moment. Could you imagine driving up and down, and all of a sudden somebody jumps out that wants to beat your ass? Because of uh, something that's going on. Uh, Keeping it in Colorado, a man accused of murdering a young woman near Denver Coors Field two years ago is being found guilty of first-degree murder. Anna Thales, mother of of 21-year-old Isabella Thales, spoke after the jury reached the verdict convicting the 38-year-old Michael Close on Thursday's afternoon. We've been waiting almost two and a half years for this day, and it... uh... What happened in there just went by in a matter of almost as fast as my daughter was slaughtered. Close shot, um, close shot Isabel Thales and her boyfriend, 27-year-old Darian Simmons, while they were walking their dog downtown Denver neighborhood in June of 2020. Thales died on the scene. Uh, Simmons was shot twice in the leg but survived. Close yelled at the couple when Simmons' dog relieved itself outside of Close's apartment complex before fi- firing at them. Police say that the gun the gun that Close used was stolen from a Denver police officer who was in a longtime friends with. Uh, it looked like the jury it w- took them less than three hours to convict Close on six different charges. Isabella Stallis, dad Joshua Tallis, says the conviction of Michael Close doesn't really help the family's pain. There's no justice served in this we leave out here it's not a victory of who won today there's so many losses all the way around the board so that's some terrible news taking a listen to what was going on over there for sure let's um get into some other things let's talk about some stuff that happened back on this day taking a look around back in 2009 modern family premieres on abc It is an an 11-season mockumentary um, that would win 22 Emmy Awards and receive 75 nominations. It holds the record of ABC's longest-running comedy series. Let's jump around and talk about some birthdays that are going on today. Matt Hardy turns 48, Jeremy Dupree, 50, um, Jason Alexander, 63, and rock legend Bruce Springsteen turns 73 today. So there you go. That's some birthdays on what's going on. If you're looking at some days of the year to celebrate, I have a few of those for you. It's National Great American Pot Pie Day, National Snack Stick Day, Dogs in Politics Day, Celebrate Bisexuality Day, and Restless Leg Awareness. So there you go. Some stuff to think about as we are talking. If you need um, a joke for today, I have one of those for you that I can share Raising kids in a, is a walk in the park, just like Jurassic Park. If you need a phone starter, try this. What's the best concert you've ever seen, and why is it so good? If you need a question for the water cooler, try this. A survey found that every family sends over 10,000 texts to each other over a year. What's the number one thing they're texting about? It's dinner plans. That's what they're texting about. Anyways, that's going to end our time together. If you want to, go over to RadioBig.fm to come and hang out and do the things that we do over there. We'll be hanging out doing some music for the next couple hours or so. If not, you can keep it locked right here on Safety FM, and we'll get you moving and grooving with everything else that's going on. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM and Radio Big, and that is the listener. Because without you, we couldn't do what we do around here. There is no doubt about that. But if I can leave you with a deep thought... For this weekend, this is what it would sound like. Life is a journey, and if you fall in love with the journey, you will be in love forever. Think about that. We can get you to further places if you wanted to do so. Anyways, enjoy your weekend. 
I will see you Monday if you're not following along on the other side. I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.